Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's happening, people? It is your boy, Tony B. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Poetry, Politics, and Life, where we bear it all. I am your host, Tony Briscoe. We're going to get right into it. Let's go and welcome All right, all right. Greetings, everybody. Welcome to Poetry, Politics, and Life, where we bear it all. That's right. It's your boy, Tony Briscoe, coming back at you again with another podcast. And no poetry today. Just want to reflect on this day of January 21st, the day we celebrate Dr. King, Martin Luther King Jr., that is, throughout this country, and I'm sure in some parts throughout this world. I think this day is really indicative of our times, specifically regarding the insurrection and domestic terrorism that we saw and witnessed on January 6th at our nation's capital, where five people, I believe, have lost their lives. Every year, I take time on this day to read Dr. King's letter from the Birmingham jail. His letter was not to the unsaved world. It was not to non-Christians or religious leaders of other denominations. It was to those who confessed to being believers and followers of Jesus Christ. His letter was directed toward white clergy who considered themselves Christians while participating in the lynching, the beatings, the bombings, the murder and discrimination of black people. His letter was to black pastors who would have him sit still and do nothing and let time heal and bridge the gap of poverty, racism, hatred, rape, beatings, murders, poisoning, and racial inequities placed upon black people. What I've always found fascinating about the American government is how he was deemed a threat a man who raised not one finger of slander, a man who never held an AK-47, a man who seemingly led lambs to the slaughter by telling people not to fight back. His non-violent approach to white power and white supremacy was called weak by some, but think about the essence of true power. Think about the essence of scripture 
in the Holy Bible to do good to those who despitefully use you. If any man walked more in the Beatitudes, it was Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. When we talk about his dream speech, I have a dream speech. The strange part is that his speech seems to address exactly what took place with the domestic terrorist attack on January 6, 2021 on our nation's capital. People lost their lives in the name of white power and white supremacy. Championed by President Trump, his family and his supporters, violence struck the heartland of our political precipice. In demagogue-like status, Trump's ascension to sainthood by white evangelicals like Franklin Graham, who likened the Republicans who voted to impeach President Trump with Judas's betrayal of Jesus, is the biggest antichrist and anti-Christian statement of this age. But I'm not surprised. While his father was holding large evangelical meetings, bringing white people to salvation, blacks across the nation were being trampled on, lynched, raped, beaten, murdered, poisoned, and discriminated against. While his father was speaking of the love of Christ, those same whites rained down on black people with merciless intent and bigotry. Today, we see Blue Lives Matter banners on Facebook because people say it's easier to stand by police officers. The same police officers who once used water hoses, billy clubs, bayonets to enact tyranny on black people who were non-violently protesting. Yet it's easier to say blue lives matter for white people than it is to say black lives matter. Where do the Dylan Roofs come from? They come from the hatred that built this country and the current hate which sustains it. When we have an Illinois representative who can get up and stand before the house and quote Hitler. We know we are living in some dangerous times. But it is my belief that proud boys have proud mamas. Speaking of the proud boys. When you have a Christian organization who has give, send, go. Raising funds for terrorists. It's shameful. And there is no reason people to this day ask me, Tony, why are you a part of a white man's religion? When Christian organizations raise money for the Kyle Rittenhouses of this world, when people can support the murderer of George Floyd and say blue lives matter, I realize it's just another justification of doing what America has always done. You've never risen to the top. And we see what happens to our white brothers and sisters who stand on the side of righteousness. They are vilified. Or like James Reeb, they are murdered. They're considered the communists. They're considered the terrorists. Make no mistakes. Dr. King's letter and speech should be irrelevant. When you are living out with his letter from the Birmingham jail and his I have a dream speech, you become the embodiment of a godly movement and a Christian duty to live peaceably with all men. But it's relevant now because as a nation, it's not what we are doing. So on this day, reflect on the work of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Understand his call of nonviolence in the midst of white power and white fragility. And maybe one day 
will see his dream come to fruition. Until then, fight the good fight of faith, and God bless you. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. I have a dream that one day on the red hills of Georgia, the sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood. I have a dream that one day... Thank you all for tuning in to another podcast episode of Poetry, Politics, and Life, where we bear it all with your host, Tony Briscoe. If you'd like to donate to help me keep this podcast moving, greatly appreciate it. You can cash at me at dollar sign E-N-D-U-R-E-R-1. Other than that, you all take care and be 